This show is brought to you by Safety FM. sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes. Even on a Thursday, it doesn't matter who the host is. Anyways, how are you? I hope everything is goodo and grando inside of your neck of the woods as we are going through the things that we are going through. Anyways, as I said, today's Thursday. April the 6th of 2023, it is day numero 96, day 96 of the year, and only 269 days left to go. Yeah, that's it. 269. 269. Like, where does it, where did it go? Where has the time gone? I mean, we're already in April. I know, I'm six days in. I should have said that probably earlier in the week, but yeah, good time. So anyways, how has the last, uh, how has the last uh, 23 hours been? Um, if making the expectation that that was the last time we hung out, I don't know if you you were here during uh, hour two and three of the G Allen of the morning show yesterday, which, you know, was interesting. Had some interesting times going on um, as we were talking, uh, moving and grooving and all that kind of stuff. So keep that in mind as we are going forward. Anyway, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about some of the things that are going on inside of the world. And we'll do that as we describe what was going on with the trends. So a few things that I wanted to address right away. If you want to interact with the show, it's an easy way to do so. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That'll get everything moving and grooving for you. Kind of the the easiest format in regards of doing everything around here, um, in regards of uh, taking a, a look-so-look-so of what we're doing. Um, and so video messaging, audio messaging, and text messaging all available there in that particular platform. Yes, I know people will go, but I can do that on social media. Well, yes, you can do that on social media if the video stream is going through. That's for sure. No doubt about that. And if you want to look at the video stream, you can do that by going to radiobig.fm or going to safetyfm.com and clicking on the sections that say visual radio. Yes, visual radio. That will get everything moving and grooving for you. So a lot of stuff, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to think about, and a lot of things to groove about. So there is no doubt. So if you're not familiar with the show, we talk about safety in the news, news and safety. So keep that in mind as we are talking. Anyways, with that being said, now you kind of have some idea of what we do around here if you're not familiar. And if you if you want to know what was going on in the overnight, well, we can talk about that um, right now with the trends. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here's what's on tap and what was trending in the overnight. The rich, the riches and <laughs> are getting richer because the rich are spending lots of money while small businesses reach the record number of bankruptcy. We'll talk about more about that once we get into the shit list. Uh, 
Dershowitz, uh, says former President Donald Trump will likely be convicted of business fraud charges, but that the case will be overturned on appeal. So we'll talk about that if we decide to get a little swampy-ompy today. Um, let's see what else. Tory Spelling develops an eye um, ulcer, and Aaron Rodgers shops for crystals. Yes, I did say crystals. Uh, Madman star Sam Page joins the cast of Grey's Anatomy, and Kyle Richards lands the role of a new holiday-themed film. We can talk about that if we ever get into casting. That nor- I mean, and let's talk about casting and stuff. Because I know I mentioned it at the top of the hour, of hour one, but never talk about it in hour one because we normally talk about it in hour two or three. Uh, so just in case if there was any confusion on what the hell goes on in that scenario of the of the things that are happening. Uh, so with that being said, what would you like to do next? Or as um, I like to like I like to hear this one guy say, uh, "What do you want to talk about?" Okay, just joking as I say that particular that particular um, fash that particular thing. Uh, so with that being said. Let's go ahead and bring in some professional broadcasters because the pros know what they're talking about as I hang out here and do my gigo. So let's get you into the mix of the news and I'll see you on the other side. Here is the news on the Royce Car Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. China's launched military drills after US House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen in California. He's the most senior US official to meet a Taiwanese leader on US soil since 1979. US correspondent Kate Fisher reports. There were huge military drills when last year Nancy Pelosi, Kevin McCarthy's predecessor, went to Taipei. China retaliated uh, by sending missiles over the island. So there is a lot at stake here. But Kevin McCarthy, I think, is new to this job. He is keen to show that whatever Nancy Pelosi can do, he can do as well. I think the Taiwanese possibly said they prefer it to be on US soil as it feels less provocative than uh, him going to Taipei, although that's That is something he says he has not ruled out. The the whole point is to try to show China that there is this strong alliance between the two while also not trying to provoke them too much. And it's a terribly difficult balance to strike. Iran and Saudi Arabia have held foreign minister talks for the first time in seven years. Tensions between Sunni-majority Saudi Arabia and Shia-led Iran have been high since crowds stormed the Saudi embassy in Tehran in 2016. North Korea is blasting joint US and South Korean military drills as pushing tensions to the brink of nuclear war. The two defence partners have expanded war games in the region in an effort to deter Pyongyang's missile launches. Chris Gilbert reports from Tokyo. Following more than a week of joint war games in March, South Korea and the US have just held three days of anti-submarine and bombing exercises. North Korea has not responded to the latest activity with any missile launches yet, but it's vowing offensive action of its own. Through state media KCNA, which is thought to be the voice box of the North Korean regime, Pyongyang is accusing the two defense partners of escalating tensions in the region. A state media analyst criticized the drills as a trigger that could drive the Korean peninsula to the point of explosion. North Korea is prone to extreme rhetoric, but the words are given weight by international reports of heightened activity at its nuclear sites. The UK government's announced the date and time for the test of a new emergency alert system. Mobile phones will receive the test alert, which will sound an alarm and display a message at 3 o'clock in the afternoon local time on April the 23rd. It's designed for situations including flooding, wildfires, terror incidents or an attack on the UK. Cabinet Office Minister Oliver Dowden says the system is needed. It's an important tool in dealing with threats, risks and emergencies. And I think this just helps us to be better prepared to deal with those circumstances. And in those circumstances, it could be the sound that saves your life. Follow us on Twitter at Feature Story. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. 
Former President Trump is calling for federal law enforcement agencies to be defunded a day after he was arraigned in a Manhattan court. In a post on Truth Social Wednesday, Trump called on Republicans to defund the DOJ and the FBI until they come to their senses. He accused Democrats of weaponizing law enforcement in the U.S. to interfere with elections. Trump, who is seeking the 2024 GOP presidential nomination, faces dozens of criminal counts in New York City related to alleged illegal hush money payments to kill negative information before the 2016 election. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is officially running for president as a Democrat. Brian Shook reports. The 69-year-old is the son of former New York senator and assassinated presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy and the nephew of the late JFK. The environmental lawyer and anti-vax activist says his priority as president would be to address corruption within the state and corporate systems, which he says has shattered the middle class and led to ecological disaster. I'm Brian Shook. A tornado hit Louisville, Kentucky Wednesday as extreme weather pummels the region. Mayor Craig Greenberg says he believes at least one person has been killed. Most of the damage done by the twister was reported in the south and southwest sections of the city. Alex Murdoch is receiving love letters from strangers while he serves a prison sentence for murdering his wife and son. Lisa Taylor has more. According to Fox News, the disgraced South Carolina attorney received 26 messages in two weeks. A Netflix producer for the Murdoch murder Southern Scandal documentary asking for an interview was one of those messages. Others include multiple women who write to him proclaiming their love and some reaching out offering friendship. I'm Lisa Taylor. And GasBuddy says OPEC's decision to cut production is going to send the price of gas higher. GasBuddy estimates the cuts will cause gas prices to rise by 10 to 20 cents. The average price of a gallon of gas in the U.S., 3.52. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy hosted a meeting with the president of Taiwan in California on Wednesday. Taiwan is a successful democracy a thriving economy, and a global leader in health and science. Speaking from the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, McCarthy said he's optimistic Taiwan and the U.S. will continue to find ways to promote economic freedom and democracy. The meeting included a bipartisan group of lawmakers, including House Democratic Caucus Chair Pete Aguilar. Aguilar says he hopes to strengthen ties with Taiwan and promote security in the Indo-Pacific region. The meeting comes amid rising tensions between the U.S. and China. China warned that the sit-down would be a provocation, and Beijing would respond. A new report from the Maryland Attorney General shows that 156 Catholic clergy members abused at least 600 children from the 1940s through 2002. It contains a list of clergy members and other employees of the Archdiocese. Since the investigation opened in 2018, the Maryland Attorney General's office says more than 300 people contacted through a telephone hotline or email that was open for the case. The report reads, time and again, members of the church's hierarchy resolutely refuse to acknowledge allegations of child sexual abuse for as long as possible. The First Lady is walking back her suggestion that both LSU and runner-up Iowa go to the White House. Trey Thomas fills us in. The LSU Tigers claimed their first women's national title on Sunday, beating the Hawkeyes. And Jill Biden said both teams should come to the White House. LSU star Angel Reese called Biden's suggestion a joke, later adding, we'll go to the Obamas. I'm Trey Thomas. And tech moguls are reacting to the sudden death of Cash App founder Bob Lee. The 43-year-old creator of the mobile payment app was found stabbed to death near downtown San Francisco early Tuesday morning. Twitter CEO Elon Musk called the attack horrific, and former Twitter chief Jack Dorsey, who now owns Cash App, called it heartbreaking. No arrests have been announced in connection with his death. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? 
To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Anyways, there you go. That's what it is. Um, 18 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, that's what's going on. A lot of stuff as we are hanging and banging on this lovely Thursday. So let's get into some information right away because we need to talk about it and take a look around at some of the things that are going on. So Elon Musk apparently authorized Twitter to add a state-sponsored media flag to NPR account on social media services. The organization isn't about... um, about it, John Lassing, NPR's president and CEO, said that in the memo on Wednesday that NPR and our member stations are supported by millions of listeners who depend on us as the independent fact, fact-based fact uh, journalists uh, that journalism that we provide. But wait, on their own website, NPR says federal funding is essential to, to public radio services of American public and is the continuation of and it's critical to both stations and program producers, including NPR. Worth asking if NPR operates independently of federal funding, it shouldn't be a problem if it ends the federal funding, right? I mean, I'm just asking. And worth noting, as always, the devil thrives in details. While there isn't a, a direct tr- um, transfer between Janet Yelling's checking account and NPR credit unions, or however much money gets um well uh, well borrowed well borrowed around uh, these days the cor- the corporation of public broadcasting does get direct federal funding the cpb 
then gives grants to local radio station, which use grants to license NPR content. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird business setting on how, how it goes. And worth remembering, NPR publicly said that they wouldn't cover um, any of the Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020 because it was a distraction, such as reporting about the authenticity of the laptop and its contents therein, and since then has been totally uh, vindicated of it. And, I mean, there's been some other things that they have done as well, and I don't really always just want to talk about the politics side, but it's kind of an interesting standpoint on how it goes. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing. Listen, I listen to some of the NPR stuff. I'm not going to lie. I also listen to Fox. I also listen to MSNBC. I also listen to NBC, as we, as you see, we use around here. Um Listen to some CNN stuff. I mean, I I listen to a little bit of everything because I want to know what the hell is going on inside of the mix. Uh, will I be crucified for some of the stuff that I say? Eh, probably. Who knows? I mean, we have to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, who the hell is going to talk about it? And we talk about safety and the news, news and safety, and it pisses some people off. And I like it. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, take a listen to this. Corporate bankruptcies hit a 12-year high over the first two months of 2023, and they're on track for about 670 by the end of the year. There was an obvious spike in filings in 2020 at 638 but here, before that, there was fewer than 600 such bankruptcies every year since 2011. Combined for January and February filings included about $20 billion total liability, meaning that the money that the companies and vendors will likely never see. Meanwhile, uh, joining the growing bankruptcies and recently um, embattled Virgin Orbit Space Company, uh, which it was filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The move comes after operational operational starts and stops in recent weeks and failures to secure new investments. Uh, meanwhile, Bed Bath and Beyond, amid massive downsizing, and Bed Bath and Beyond has reached a 120 million dollar consignment deal to improve its inventory levels. Since vendors uh, fear selling selling them products that they won't get paid for if they go bankrupt, so there you go. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in regards of there. I mean, what do you think about it? I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about it because it's like you never expect some of these things to occur. And then when they start occurring and you hear that at the very beginning of the year, this is everything that's going on. Well, it can get kind of interesting right away. So there you go. Anyways, the riches are the, the richest are getting richer. The world's wealthiest man, Bernard Arnault. Uh, who oversees Louis Vuitton fashion empire is now worth $201 billion. For the first time, he exceeded $200 billion marks. This gets his wealth to increase by $39 billion in just three months, thanks to increased demand of high-end fashion products. Worth asking how many um, everyday Americans can buy a house or a car or afford groceries or gas because they're buying designers uh, handbags and scarves. I, I heard a guy say this a bit long time ago by the name of Dave Ramsey. And it was something along the lines of don't buy a wallet that costs more than the money that you can afford to put into it. Because if you have a fancy wallet and you can't put money into it that's even equivalent to what the wallet costs, it doesn't serve a purpose. Like, that, there's no point of having an expensive watch because a cheap watch does the exact same thing. Think about that for a moment. Also worth remembering, Jeff Bezos was the first person to earn $200 billion a net worth, which he achieved back in 2020. He is down to a partially $128 billion uh, since then. I mean, you know, just $128 billion. Sounds like a terrible time if you really start thinking about it. I don't know. I, I look at it and go, wow, shouldn't we all feel terrible for the guy? I mean, think about that. What, what would you do with that kind of money? It's, it's, um, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. When you start thinking about it overall, uh, that is for sure. Yes, I am jacking with my headset um, in case if you were if you were wondering you were taking a look at the video. Okay, if you are if, if your recent ch- Chipotle burrito order w- uh, left your eyes watering from too much spicy heat, you're not alone. A Wall Street Journal investigation reveals the increasing number of customers saying that the company's signature uh, tomatillo red chili salsa has become uneatable. Rush from Chipotle say that they haven't intentionally changed the recipe, but they do acknowledge they had had to get creative on source ingredients for the recipe. Uh, the chili de arbol, which means chili of a tree, behind the signature kick that varies widely from the heat uh, level from Scoresville scale, anywhere between 15,000 to 30,000 units. 
but gets reduced once it's cooked down and added to the final recipe. The journal's testing shows that the range from the samples collected from Chipotle restaurants in public, listen to me, Publix, Phoenix, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. from about 2,700 to 3,300 Scoville units. So that's just it. So get some information there. If you care that much about what the hell is going on at Chipotle and their tomatillo sauce. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so if you're going to drive drunk, avoid passing a police station. Better yet, don't drive your car into the department entrance sign. Yeah, just saying that out loud. Officers in Connecticut arrested a 30-year-old driver who smashed his Honda Accord into a welcome sign at a, at a Plainfield Police Department on Monday. The driver has been charged with speed and vehicle control violation and, of course, operating under the influence. He's out on bond. This is according to the Associated Press. So there you go. So this one came in yesterday, or I saw it yesterday, and I thought it was a rumor, but apparently it's not. Take a listen to this. Bob Lee, you might not be familiar with the name, but let me tell you what he is. The founder of Cash App has died. He was fatally stabbed earlier Tuesday morning in San Francisco, according to a local NBC station. No arrests have been made in the connection of his death. He was, like I said, 43. 43. So there you go. Some very interesting stuff going on right there. Take a listen to this. The high-profile lawyer for Trump defender Alan Deshorowitz says that he believes that the former president will be convicted and charges made public on Tuesday, but not to the case. case's merit. Dershowitz uh, said that the, in a podcast interview that the same kind of people uh, that were on the grand jury would um, would be seated uh, would be seated on the jury trial and that's said to begin in January. But Wade Dershowitz added that the case would be reversed on appeal and that he never never be affirmed all the way to the Supreme Court. So there you go. This is according to Human Events. So some interesting stuff going on right there. Anyways, with that being said, let's go ahead and bring some John Smalls inside of here and let him tell us about what the hell is going on with the market beat. Here's your market beat minute for Thursday, April 6th, brought to you by GenesisGoldIRA.com. Equity markets pulled back a second day Wednesday after weaker than expected jobs data from ADP. ADP says job gains increased by a net 145,000, about half what the economists expected. This news raises the question of recession and what the Fed's interest rate policy is doing to the economy. A weak NFP report Friday will cement fears into place and will weigh heavy on the market. A key report for investors will be the Challenger, Gray, and Christmas report on layoffs. The February data shows a surprising surge in layoffs that may have accelerated over the last month. As an indicator, labor data is often lagging behind the broader economy. So a downturn in hiring and an uptick in layoffs may signal the U.S. is already in a recession. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for the information right there. There you go. Let me tell you a little bit about what I was able to find on my side of the equation. It goes something like this. The Dow added about 74 points to close at 33,476 on Wednesday. The S&P lost about um, 13 points. To close at 4087 and the next has drop about 149 points. West Texas Intermediate closed at $80 a barrel and Brent crude was at $85 a barrel. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.53 on Wednesday. Bitcoin ticked up on Wednesday, just trading shy of $28,200. And there was more than 4,980 flights delayed within and to and out of the United States on Wednesday with about 770 cancellations. Friday night's Mega Million drawing will be for $414 million jackpot or a $221 million cash payout. So there you go. If you want to play the game, you have the opportunity to do so and still probably have some good time to do so. Take a listen to this real quick. East High students are returning to school while grieving of the grieving and processing what they've been through. One student wants a gun reform rather than um thoughtful gestures and doing things to um things differently in the normal school day. They brought in bagels and like uh free like scones today and it, it was just yeah, it was just like that doesn't help. Like we need we need change. Wednesday was the first time back for the students to get uh, st- since the students shot and injured Deans Gerald Mason and Eric Sinclair before he later killed himself on March the 22nd. A banner from Columbia High was 
was hung in the lobby saying Columbine supports East. One change made to the two school resources officers now permanently placed at the school. Denver Public Schools said as of Monday that they'll, they have made small number of families on enroll from East and didn't specify how many at this time. Students felt that the absence of the deans, um, deans Gerald Mason and Eric Sinclair um, who were shot by a student in March. I mean, it's just school. Like, it just feels weird having, like, not Mr. Mason and them here and Mr. Sinclair hoping they're going to get better. So they're just really nice to me. Like, they always check in and stuff. They're cool. So interesting times and what needs to be done. I mean, it's it's always a hard conversation. And there is ideas on what can be done. Listen, I've heard a little bit of everything in regards of what people plan on doing in regards when something like this happens. And there's a lot of ideas but what is going to truly work? That's the real question to ask around there. Think about it in that fashion. Anyways, rising floodwaters in West Michigan have resulted in the roads being closed in several areas. Kent County Emergency Management Coordinator Matt Grotriar uh, says that there are communities that will uh, will uh, charge people for their uh, resources and add that they are highly discouraging any recreational use of flood water rivers. If you see a barricade with flooded waters behind it, it's there for your safety. Uh, please heed that warning and do not continue down that road. So let me ask this question because I want to make sure that I have a, a clear understanding. We're here to save you, but there's a fee for us to save you. Is that is that what we're at now? Because that's what it sounded like. I mean, unless I misunderstood. The Grand Rapids Fire Department says that the water is moving quickly and can be very dangerous. Kent County Emergency Management Coordinator Matt is urging people to stay away from flood water. Recreation on the rivers is strongly discouraged uh, at this time. Uh, and some communities actually have cost recovery programs where if they have to go in to rescue you, you can be billed for that. Okay, so what, what the heck? I mean, hold on. So I did something stupid. I mean, I get it. I get it if I did something stupid. But now it's the value of human life. Like, I will tell you this, and I probably shouldn't share this too much. I would. I mean, it's always interesting that um, when you go to a hospital, which I got to live through that experience a little bit uh, earlier this week. And it was interesting watching the whole registration portion where you get past the triage, you get into the room. Once you get into the room and they're like, oh, yeah, we're here from registration. We need to collect a little copay action because, you know, we we can't do any service. It's like it's our country sometimes very weird on some of the aspects on the things that we do. That's for sure. I want you to think about that. I mean. We live in a weird world. Weird times, weird world. I guess it all matches together. Anyways, 32 minutes past the top of the hour. So what do we need to do? Well, you know, that thing that we do. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, sometimes when we sit back and talk about main stories, we have to look at it and go, there's so many things that happen in our lifetime that what the hell should we talk about? And listen, this week has been one of these weeks that people have looked at things and said stuff and went, wow, what kind of a weird world we live in when it comes to certain certain things. And I get it because the world is weird. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about some of the, the weird uh, bureaucracy that we have in our workplaces, um, some of the weird compliances that we have. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to go out there and think just in regards of you being in an organization and the things that are required sometimes. And I, I, I will talk about this and I want you to, to, to look and consider. Imagine that you work at a place. Well, you do. I mean, that's not, that's not a difficult part to imagine. That should be the easiest part of the equation of what I'm going to say. But the requirement of you being in the parking lot is that you have a million dollars worth of car insurance. Did you hear me? A million dollars worth of car insurance. So to be in the parking lot because of what they do at the workplace is so specialized. You have to have a million dollars worth of car insurance. Now, would this be a place that you would want to continue to work at? Or would you have a lot of questions or would you look at it and go, well, and I guess it really all depends on what I am being paid. So there's number one. Now, imagine that you work at a warehouse for a giant place 
that is super popular on the web and they cannot protect your car. Now we're talking about a totally different place now. That this place is known for warehousing and when you go in, they let pretty much anybody into the parking lot because it's not a secured section. And on average, every night, about 20 cars get broken into. No re- no insurance requirements there. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a news story that came out that Amazon is having that problem in Georgia. So, when you start thinking about this, Does this encourage you or discourage you for wanting to be at those workplaces? A million dollars worth of car insurance because of what somebody does inside of a building. Now, all of a sudden, your other option is working somewhere else where about 20 cars get broken into a night. Now, I look at this and talk about it. People go, well, what the hell does this have to do with anything? I mean, you know, we're talking about car insurance now. Now we're talking about cars being broken into It's about the extremes that occur in workplaces. And listen, I know that most people that are taking a listen to this, taking a view of this, are somewhere in between. But why in the hell would one place encourage you to have a million dollars worth of car insurance and another place do absolutely nothing, allegedly, in regards to protecting your your personal property? Because, listen, if there is a chance of somebody breaking it into my car and possibly stealing it, the odds of me wanting to work there are going to be extremely slim. Especially if we know that this is a common issue. And then on the other side, if I'm paying a million dollars worth of insurance, and listen, this is this is only parking lot drama. We're not even talking about the stuff that occurs inside of the workplace. And I know, I know, I know, when you start thinking about this, You're going to go, what? How does this even work? I don't know. And what kind of a place would you need to work at that part of the requirements of you even being on the parking lot is that you have to have a million dollars worth of car insurance? Now, listen, if this is more common than than what I know, please let me know. I would love to hear about it because I think that when I heard this, I don't think when I heard this, I know when I heard this, I thought this was the craziest thing that I had heard in quite some time. And unless you're driving a, a Maser, like a, a Bulgatti or a Maserati or something crazy, um, I can understand maybe wanting something like that. But just for the common folk like me and you, you and me, you and I, however you want to say it, I just don't get it. I'm not going to carry that kind of insurance to park my car in your parking lot. I mean, unless you're just paying some o- overwhelming amount of money, just kind of the way that it looks, the way that I think about it, just a lot of stuff. To give into consideration, that is for sure. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Hello. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in 
Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you On the Rated R Safety Show, our number one of the Jay Allen of the Morning Show. This right here, this is Branches by a little group called The Interesting. You can give it a little stream from iTunes, Apple Music, better say, YouTube Music, and Spotify. Spotify. 
Thank you for the interstate for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Station Show. Always a good time as we get to there anyway so i always love talking about new music because it seems to be like a fun time as we are doing some of it and talking and discussing and going through that whole thing so don't ever worry about that because that is part of the gig of the stuff that we do so let's talk real quick about the most important thing that i will tell you ever in my lifetime and that's about my friends at 988 suicide and crisis lifeline they will uh, well they can provide and help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones, the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org to find out more information. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there. Um, What else? What else do 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 we know about this? So... You can text the word chat to 988, you can call 988, or go to 988lifeline.org. They cover all kinds of information. Anyone could be struggling with suicide, and they have more specific resources once you get to the website. So, I would uh, recommend strongly, I would recommend strongly that you take a look at it. It might not be for you. It could be for someone else. You never know when this information can come up, and it could be important. So keep that in mind as we are talking. 988lifeline.org. 988lifeline.org. Let's continue talking a little bit about some things that are going on inside of the world here. Um, A tornado hit Louisville, um, Kentucky on Wednesday as an extreme weather pummels the region. NBC's Marissa Burke has the details. Maybe have the details? All throughout the city. Complete walls collapsed. Roofs on apartment complexes gone. The wind was a driving force for much of the damage in Louisville. Oh, sorry. Louisville. Louisville is if you don't live there. Mayor Craig Grinsberg says that he believes that at least one person has been killed. Most of the damage done by the twister was reported in the south and southwest sections of the city. So some interesting stuff coming out of there for sure. Take a listen to this because we discussed this earlier. The tech moguls are reacting to the sudden death of Cash App founder Bob Lee. Wesley Chan um, has a, was a friend of Lee's. Take a listen. It's going to be hard to imagine a world where you can't call Bob and say, hey, I have, uh, I have this problem I'm thinking through. Can you help me through it? The 43-year-old creator of the mobile payment app was found stabbed to death near downtown San Francisco early Tuesday morning. Twitter CEO Elon Musk called the attack horrific, and the former Twitter uh, chief Jack Dorsey, who now owns Cash App, called it heartbreaking. Lee's father, Rick Lee, wrote a tribute to his son on social media and said that Bob would give um, the shirt off of his back and would never look down on anyone. No arrest has been announced in connection with the desk. Matt Dorsey is a San Francisco supervisor. I have heard from a lot of people who I represent in this neighborhood. Um, the, you know, they have expressed their concerns about some of the public safety challenges they're facing. So just interesting, just taking a listen to that overall on what the hell is going on over there. But it'll be interesting to see what, what developments occur over the next few days in regards to this. It's definitely unexpected. Frederick County Sheriff Charles um, Jenkins faces charges stemming from uh, an alleged scheme to illegally acquire machine guns. A six-count federal indictment charges the Jenkins and gun dealers Robert Crobb with conspiracy to making false statements to obtain automatic weapons. Sheriff's Office spokesperson Todd Wivel read a statement from Jenkins. I will continue to serve as your sheriff as this process plays out and fully expect my deputies correctional officers and staff to remain the true professionals that they are according to the indictment jenkins is accused of securing machine guns for um, the stated purposes demonstrated by a sheriff's office instead of the um, indictment alleges that the guns were um, rented out of crop of crops customers um, prosecutors say the crop business also offered political support to jenkins in exchange of his support for the business Crop is due. Uh, crop is due in court on April the 13th, but no court date has been listed. Uh, listed for Jenkins. Uh, Sheriff Jenkins spokesperson Todd Wivel read the statement. Let, let's, let's listen to a little bit more. I have been in constant communication with the DOJ, 
and the ATF for every year and have been 100% cooperative throughout the course of this investigation. So here's my question. I mean, and I, I just want to have a better understanding because, listen, I know nothing about this stuff, and I, I'm just talking here because that's what I do. Um, Why isn't Jenkins doing his own talking? Why is Todd doing the the talking for him? I mean, I think it's a legit question. You need to stand in front of the people and you know let them say what they need to say, ask the questions they need to ask. If you if you were doing nothing wrong, I'm just saying. I mean, think about it. What else would you do? So take a listen to this. This one's coming out of New York. I think it's coming out of New York. If I I have to, I swear lately this system is very interesting. It's a very uh uh particular. We'll word it as particular when it comes to loading some of the stuff. I don't know what's going on. It's not the speed of the computer, that's for sure. Anyways, as that loads and does, does the whole thing, let's just get motivated. Let's bring some John Smalls inside of here and let him do the motivation thing because uh, that's what he does. He, he gets us all motivated. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Troy. Carl Bard said, Though no one can go back and make a brand new start, and Start and I guess today is just not my day for some of these uh, computer issues. Just sounds like it. Uh, let's. I guess let's do something else because apparently that's what we're going to need to do. Your wellness minute is brought to you by AllnessAmorgan.com. How do you feel about naps? Many people like to take an afternoon nap. The data on naps is pretty straightforward. First, you don't have I love to nap. That. Some people simply don't like them. Second, naps should be shorter than ninety minutes. Third, don't nap if it disturbs your nighttime sleep. And fourth, a brief nap has been shown to improve cognitive function. A good replacement for naps is something called NSDR, non-sleep deep rest. It involves specific patterns of breathing and body scan awareness. NSDR has been shown to restore cognitive function and reset energy levels, similar to a nap, but it has the additional benefit of also teaching you to self-direct your own relaxation aka shift to parasympathetic dominance, which in turn can help you fall asleep more quickly at night. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Oh, you know it. Rated R Safety Show, 52 minutes past the top of the hour. I just love it. When t- I always say this. When technology fails you, it fails in big ways, and that's okay because those things are meant to happen. Because what else would you be? Um, what else would you be looking at? So let's do this now. Let's try it one more time. Uh, the heroin dealer—we're talking out of the New York story—the heroin dealer who sold the fatal dose to my, to actor Michael K. Williams pleaded guilty to narcotics conspiracy charge in federal court on Wednesday. Take a listen to what Brian Shug has to say. Williams is best known for his portrayal of Omar Little on the HBO series The Wire. Surveillance cameras recorded the exchange in September of 2021 when the dealer Irvin Cartagena sold Williams fentanyl-laced heroin out of a Brooklyn apartment. Cartagena is facing a minimum of 24 years in prison and awaits his sentencing in August. I'm Brian Shook. So there you go. A lot, a lot of interesting stuff going on right there as we are talking. I mean, I don't know. When you, when you have it like that, what else can you talk about? Hard times. Definitely some hard times in regards of, of what, what is being done, what is being said. So there you go. Take a listen to this. A street vendor in Los Angeles is shot, uh, is well, is, is short of some of her inventory after being robbed yesterday. Her rack had maybe $600 worth of jewelry, which is an enormous loss for my grandma, who is right now struggling to find funds for her knee. She can't chase the individual, so she was at complete loss of this. That was Emily Jacoba, the granddaughter of a street vendor, Teresa Cruz. On Sunday, a man had stopped by uh, stopped by her jewelry spot in Lincoln Heights and returned the next day to rob her. Cruz, who is a 60-year-old, was unable to chase after the man as he got away. Despite the incident, Cruz is still setting up her usual spot on, on 3,000 blocks at North Broadway. Uh, the family did, did file a police report in a GoFundMe uh, titled, uh, protect your street vendors was set up. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there 
as we are talking. Let's do one. Let's do one more. Uh, students in Uvalde, Texas, um, staged a walkout on Wednesday to protest against gun violence. Among there were two young ladies who lost their niece when the gunman opened fire in the Rob Elementary School last May, killing 19 children and two teachers. One child is worth more than all the guns in the world, and I'm pretty sure like uh, many people can agree with that. You can replace the gun, but you can't replace the kid. I can't replace my niece. I can't ever get her back, and that's that's just the truth. And something does need to change. Students at the junior high walked out on school grounds to join uh, a march led by the high school students towards the site of the memorial of the 21 victims. Uh, one of the students uh, could be here yelling, I'm scared of dying every day. Protesters um, took inspiration of the students in Nashville, Tennessee, where the massive walkout took place on Monday after three children and three adults were killed last week in a shooting at the Covenant School. Yes, I did say Covenant School as that is going on. I mean, just interesting stuff as, as we're going on. It seems like today we've been talking so much about gun violence and in schools. And you just really don't know what to do as you hear about this. It's interesting on how gun violence and mental health um, seems to go hand in hand with uh, some of the stuff that goes on in this country as we are talking. Let's do one last story um, for you to take a listen to. Most moviegoers will head to the theaters even if the film they want to see is um, is going to be available on streaming soon. Trey Thomas has more information. That's according to a new report from United Talent Agency. It found that two-thirds of Americans say the length of time from a film's release in theaters to when it hits streaming has little or no impact on their decision to see the movie on the big screen. I'm Trey Thomas. Yep, it all boils down to if they want to pay high dollar for concessions or not. So there you go. Anyways, back on this day, a baby is born with DNA from three parents through a maternal transfer in Mexico. The procedure is called a spindle nuclear transfer. Involves removing the the healthy nucleus from one of the mother's eggs and transferring it to the donor's egg, which has the nucleus removed, uh, resulting that the egg of the nuclear DNA from the mother and the microtraditional DNA um, from a donor. What is fertilized with the father's sperm? The technique was used uh, to ensure that the Diesmulter, um mutation carried by the mother would not be passed to the baby. So there you go. That happened back in 2016. If you're looking at some birthdays for today, I have some of those for you. Uh, let's see. Peyton List turns 25. Spencer List turns 25. Uh, I hope they're twins. Uh, Rena Lovis turns 25. Miranda Mays turns 27. Alisa Coop turns 40, uh, 42. Candace Cameron turns 47. Zach Braw turns uh, 48. Jason Harvey turns 51 today. Paul Rudd, 54. Todd Chersley turns 54. Billy D. Williams, 86. And James Watson turns 95. If you are looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. It's National Burrito Day, International Fun at Work Day, National Acai Bowl Day, National Siamese Cat Day, New Beer Eve, National uh, Caramel Popcorn Day, Tell a Lie Day, uh, National Tartan Day, Army Day, and Plan for Your Apitha Day. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there as you are taking a look around. So that is for sure, though. For sure, though, as we are talking. So that's going to pretty much sum up our time. Thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on here on this lovely show. At the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm exclusively if you want to go do that. I mean, you can hear that on iHeartRadio and all that kind of fun stuff, so you can take a listen to some of those apps. If not, you can hang out here and take a listen. Yes, take a listen, 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 listen of what is going on. With the Shelton Primer Show, which is a safety consultant show where he talks about the business of safety consulting. Yeah, that's exactly what he does during that time frame. So there you go. That's going to sum up pretty much a little bit of Toto, 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 Toto of what is going on. So keep that in mind as we are talking. If I can leave you with a deep thought today, I will leave you with this one. Think and move. Move and think, but don't become stagnant. Think and move, move and think, but don't become stagnant. That's something to think about today. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.